Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Be yourself if you don't do nothing else. Bitch, get a motherfucking life while you out no. here perpetrating on the <laughs> Excuse me? I don't know what. I was really about to join in with being my guest, but you took it to a whole nother level. I don't know what happened. Is that some kind of trap Florida only remix or something? It or literally just, just came to me. Oh, you made that up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was some Florida shit that I it's had never heard. my way of saying, hey, be yourself and stop, you know. What, no. trying to be you? <laughs> no. Oh, I thought maybe you was talking to like... Be yourself and stop fronting for followers. The gram. The I gram. saw that I saw that phrase today and I said, oh, that's what the urbans have done to Instagram now. So, that's the gram, yeah. Yes, people are doing things for the gram in addition to the vine and the tweets. And so. the book. And the book. <laughs> Where does it end? Oh, but there's only one book. Um, so this, I, hey, hello. Hi. I am Nicole Ritchie. And I am Alice Walker. Oh my God, I love Nicole Ritchie. And this is the read. It is. Did you watch her show? Bitch, did you watch her show? I missed it, but I watched it back when it was, when it first came out, I think she had it like a, like as a web series or it something. And then AOL. VH1, yeah, it was on AOL. And then and I think I VH1 it picked then, it up. And I said, it's only a matter of time before somebody puts this on TV. Because and it's that's so exactly Because she's hilarious. She is. She's really funny. And if... If if you haven't seen it, then like even just being on Tumblr and seeing all the gifts from this show will make you be like, okay, I need to watch this. She's so fucking. Funny. That's how I got into Broad City too. Like I didn't really watch Broad City until I saw like everybody raving about it, and then I was like, oh wait, this is actually yeah. hilarious. Broad so, City is phenomenal. It is. So okay, Here let's jump right into the show. Can't wait. Black excellence again. Thank you so much, everyone who's been participating in Black Excellence and sending me things and Crystal things and us things. Mm -hmm. We love the stories. This week, the one that I got the most is about Romarni Wilford. Romarni is an 11-year-old boy from the UK who scored 162 on his IQ test, making him smarter than Bill Gates and Albert Einstein. How is that even... How old is this person? 11. 11. And you're scoring higher than Einstein and Bill Gates? Get the fuck. I think at 11, I was like three years into figuring out that artists weren't really singing in their music videos. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I had yet figured that out. I At 11, I was really doing nothing. Like, I was just honestly doing nothing with myself, much less scoring off the charts on IQ shit, whatever the fuck. I was not... Like, I was probably still making, like, glue projects during the summer. I think I was watching Sister Sister. Pretending my dolls had feelings. Like, I just was not at all a productive member of society, so. 
So, congratulations to Armani. He said, "I don't really see having a high Q as a big a high IQ as a big deal." Here I go, nigga. I can't even speak in this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't really see having a high IQ as a big deal, but I do feel very privileged to be invited to join Mensa and can't wait to attend some of the events. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead then. Child prodigy. He was like invited to Oxford University's graduate graduation ceremony and everything. Meanwhile, I'm still struggling with, you know, doing my laundry. Just basic subject verb agreement. Yep. And here's this 11-year-old work. I got one this week, or we actually did, to the inbox about Daniel James, who is a uh, football player in Louisiana, and he received a offer from every single Ivy League school. So, <laughs> congratulations to him for getting a football scholarship offer from every Ivy League school. I didn't even know how many there were until, was like, like I think we talked about that the last time, how I didn't even know, like, that there were only eight Ivy League schools. Like, yeah, I didn't even realize it was that exclusive. I thought there were, like, hundreds. So, <laughs> anyway, congratulations to you, Mr. James. Uh, he said he doesn't have many hobbies, but he does like to read, uh, especially sports books. And uh, I just think it's great that you got, you know, even one offer from an Ivy League school, much less all of them. So congratulations to you. Yes, sports have. Yes, people in sports, believe it or not, they do read, especially coaches and people along that lines. And he went to, I think, the same high school of uh, Boosie. So that just kind of makes him even more special in my eyes. But yes, congratulations to you, sir. And I hope you enjoy yourself at whichever school you decide to attend. Work out. Good luck. Congrats. So, hot topics. Don't sound so excited because <laughs> you're just looking like you could not give less of a shit. About what? About whatever we about to talk about. Because I don't. Okay. Who is it? So, let's... Oh, God. It's just... I mean... <laughs> you're trying to pick first from, like, this coalition of niggas who need attention. Let's start with, like, something, like, nice. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yes, nice things. Sort of. Um, so LeBron James is the talk of the town. I mean, since we just did sports, you might as well just go here anyway. Okay. LeBron James is the talk of the town. You know, like all of the you know you sports fans were waiting to see where she was going to take her. You know, sickening energy and you know long arms or whatever. Yeah. Um. You know, he was just over there with my girls in Miami. Yeah. And um, your good friends. Yeah, my great, great friends of the Miami Heat. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it came out that he's going right back to Cleveland to the Cavaliers for how much was it? 25, 35 million? I have what no is- idea. I don't remember. I just remember that the internet went nuts when they found out he was going home. There was nothing but talk of LeBron James on my fucking timeline for like 72 straight hours yeah and i think charlamagne actually called that shit before it happened because nobody thought lebron was going back to cleveland i didn't even think i didn't either and i don't even watch sports but the letter he wrote was very sweet and it explained you know his whole feelings and how he got past the way that the owner of the Cavs treated him and the way the fans treated Um, him to come back home because i don't know how you don't know about the letter dan gilbert wrote no what this is like Dan Gilbert owns the Cavs, and after LeBron left, you sounded so surprised. Because I don't know how you don't know about this letter. Like, it's. it's I mean, not I think even... I heard of it, but I. 
Like you really He wrote hard. this sad ass Bitter bitch Ooh my Man left me to Oh right after letter. LeBron left yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah I remember that Okay Yeah he wrote that And so I don't know how LeBron Saw past all that And the fans Burning his jerseys And shit To go it back home It was literally like Karuchi taking Chris Brown back Was it? <laughs> I don't think anybody gives a damn about Karuchi taking Chris Brown back. I mean, like, I'm just saying from my perspective. Okay, In order for it. me to understand Yes, things, okay. I have to equate it to, like, bullshit that right. I always I forgot. About. I have to put it in your language. So, like, because, I mean, they were b- burning this nigga's jerseys, yeah. calling him a whole sack full of bitches. Just a whole <laughs> matchbox car full of hoes. Every racist word you could think of. LeBron James was it. His mama, everybody. Yeah. Like, they dragged All the... All of it, yes fuck out of him Mm -hmm. and that is why the hairline has been running the way that it has (laughs) it's just like all that aggression from you know the midwest or wherever Cleveland is but the minute he said he was coming back them niggas was calling into radio shows crying I do need you I do need you I do need you I do need you and I want it was just like okay well (laughs) fun yes you did a complete 180 on them sour ass feelings you had bitch how do that feel because uh, apparently LeBron James is just like I mean, he is the shit. Like the shit. He really is. Like, like toe he and is. Toe with Jordan, almost. I don't think anybody. That's would the deny. debate that I keep hearing, and I keep hearing people like when I talk to like basketball fans, they'll be like, "Well, I don't because Jordan." And it's right. always like it's some. Like, it's Jordan though. Jordan was monumental for like everybody. That man right. is a legend to everybody. So it's gonna take a lot for a new kid, even one as good as LeBron James, to to get up to that level. You're not just gonna come out the gate with us being like, okay, yeah, the new MJ or whatever. Because MJ is he is really it for like everybody. The young kids, I guess they grew up on Kobe or whatever, but Space Jam was the only reason he mattered to me. <sighs> wow. That is like peak homosexuality. <laughs> I don't even know. Space Jam was sickening, first of all. <laughs> like, do you, do you get, get into it. No. Like, Space Jam was life. Like, it really was. It was so fun and so colorful. And it was like almost like Roger Rabbit, how they like meshed like the live action with <laughs> oh, the animation. I remember. And then Lola was so cunt. Like, you just couldn't even take her. And then the team together, like, <laughs> what? against the Monstars, because the Monstars were haters. Yeah. And like, it was just so fun. I watched that movie once. <laughs> and was like lame <laughs> and I was like okay this is clearly for children like I don't have time for this Whatever. I mean, well, I was this a child was... I'm sure when that came out yeah or like, well, I just was not mean. I was like really Michael Jordan of I mean obviously like I looked at Michael Jordan and I was like oh he's this huge like NBA star and like the greatest basketball because I just remember being a kid and everybody talking about him and wanting his shoes and whatever the fuck but like and knowing right. that he could like basically fly but I didn't like know like I couldn't tell you any statistics. You never watched him play? I watched him play, oh, okay. yeah, like with my dad and stuff. Yeah. But I just like knew that he was really good and fast and could like jump extremely high. Yeah. But I couldn't sit there and tell you why he was like, you know, I couldn't get into statistics about Oh, him. yeah, no, I don't know his numbers or anything, but I heard they're doing a remake of Space Jam with LeBron, which probably just fuels the I'll comparisons. Go. Between, of course you will. <laughs> I mean, if you lived for the first one, which I mean, it's not like it was bad, but I don't think you can do that whole live action with animation thing again. Like that was probably because, you know, it was the 90s when people were kind of impressed by basic shit like that. But now niggas, niggas is expecting CGI just based off the fact that like Space Jam was like a huge movie and LeBron is like, you know, the second coming of Jordan or whatever. <laughs> then. I oh, feel I like that would numbers. do well. Oh, yeah. oh no, it'll 
like, definitely sell. I mean, I you ain't going to go good. see it with your grown ass, and it I'll probably won't nephew. be good. I'll take my nephew, though. Anyway, this himself. isn't even the story. The story is that he's, like, moved back into his home in Akron? Yes. Akron, Ohio. Okay. And, um, you know, the Cleveland girls, they've forgiven him. They're like, oh, daddy, take me back. And they're just, like, all mm-hmm. up in, um, like, his little, I don't know, gated community, wherever the fuck he lives, like, stalking her, waiting for him to, I don't know. Are they really? Like, yeah, they've been, like, they know where he lives, and they're going, and I guess, like, I don't know, trying to wash his feet with their hair. Bitch, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> That's the problem with living in, like, a relatively small town, especially coming from Miami, where everybody is famous or or too high to act like they're not impressed by famous people so you know they basically give celebrities their space always have like a huge like like in Miami I would always walk around and see like when the athletes would come out and even when I worked for the fucking heat like no one seemed to be like to feel like they were too good to go up and talk to these niggas like everybody would run up and be the oh D Wade man and want to take pictures. Really? And that was when Shaq used to play, so everybody was up Shaq's ass. Oh god! And he like and like Haslam and all them girls. I've never been like that with athletes. I saw, one time when I was in Oklahoma City, a bunch of the guys on the Thunder came to Cheesecake Factory because this is basically like the second nicest restaurant Delicious. in Oklahoma City. <laughs> it is like really almost as classy as you can get in Oklahoma I City. And they had so many people were coming up to Kevin and like taking pictures and signing autographs. And I wanted to be like, well, y'all let that man eat his fucking cheesecake. Like, don't nobody want to be bothered with y'all asses. Like, I leave, I leave people alone. So here are the white people, you know, waiting for him to come outside and grab his newspaper or whatever. And, um, because they had like so much ruckus and traffic and like police presence and stuff in the neighborhood. LeBron's way of apologizing was sending all of his neighbors cupcakes. Wow. Yeah. Delicious looking cupcakes, by the way. (laughs) Of course. From a place called, what was the name of it? I don't know. Some fancy bakery. Uh, Baker Boulevard Decadent Dessert. Whatever, girl. Something nice. The cupcakes were Home Court Chocolate Chunk and Akron Cherry Cola, which are part of a foundation of LeBron's. And all those proceeds go to his charity. So it was like his way of saying, here is delicious, fat, sugary things, um, which everyone loves. <laughs> yes. And um, my bad about, you know, everyone coming in. You yeah, know, my um, bad about fucking up the street. And, um, you know. Sorry that I'm the baddest bitch in Ohio. Great for him. I'm going to, you know, just pick a, a team and watch. Yeah. Why not the heat? I mean, you're from Miami. It makes sense. No? I'm either going to go for the Heat or I'm going to go for the Knicks or both. You have to pick your team before the season starts and you cannot change for the rest of your life. I can do what I want. I'm letting you know that no one will take you seriously if you switch teams. I don't care. Okay. I don't even take it seriously. (laughs) I just want to, like, see what it feels like. Oh, but then those games come on, like, thrice a week. It's just dedication. I don't want to. You should get into football. Football starts up sooner and they only play once a week. Who am I supposed to watch when I... Who? I don't know any... Uh, what? Who else? What? No, I will show you. Don't worry. Does I Dan Marino like, still play football? Dan Marino, bitch, the fuck? <laughs> Isn't Dan Marino like 66? You know, age is nothing but a number. <laughs> no, no, this is the NFL. Age is definitely more than a number. You'll be, you could be a Saints I'll fan. just be a... I'll well, you could cheer for the Saints. You won't be a fan. I was going to say a Falcons fan. Uh, excuse me? Well, that's the one that everyone... Well, okay. Oh, those are the rivals. 
Whatever. I'll figure it out. Okay, but not Falcons. Like, I don't mind you cheering for whatever random team, but it won't be the Falcons. Like, you're just going to have to pick somebody else. It's not like you give a damn anyway. Oh. So just not the Falcons. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Great. So, moving on. Yeah. Let's go on. Woo. Woo. My pressure just shot. I got, like... I think my my heart is beating fast. Like, oh, I can't believe you even said that to me. I just, whatever. Like, to my face. <laughs> it was the first team I thought. Anyway. Ugh. 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 So, Farrah Franklin was serving our girl, last house. Girl, girl, no, you didn't. Week. No, you didn't. Giving you a little, um, I'm not even. Evil dead. You know what? That's actually a cute mugshot. It's not that bad. Is it? As far as mugshots go, it's not that bad. Look at her. Her weave is not unblended. Her eyebrows are I mean, done. for her to be not giving you a, like any sort of a makeup. Mm-hmm. No, it's bad, Crystal. It's not that bad. Who even knew what Farrah Franklin still looked like? I'm looking on the bright side of shit. So I also thought that it was Tammy Roman because A, she looks like Tammy in she this does. photo. She and does. B, it makes sense. Um... But, you know, apparently Franklin was, <laughs> I thought of the turtle. Apparently, <laughs> Farah was so drunk Sunday morning, police found her laying out in a random person's front yard. Lord. And she allegedly told cops that she planned on sleeping the rest of the night in the woods. Okay. Which Have we I can make <laughs> an easy joke there. But I'm not going to do it. I don't get it. You should make it. No, I'm not going to. Is it filthy? It's not filthy, but it's really mean. Okay. Go ahead. I, uh, Farrah Franklin, I don't recall too much about her. I think she was in Destiny's Child for like, uh, one song and one video. And then Beyonce was sick of her shit and and kicked her ass out too. The Judy Winslow. She really is. She was there for half of a minute. And then B was like, okay, you know what? No, Kelly and the other one. That's fine. But you gotta, you have, like, you're making excuses and shit. Like, you can't come to performances. I don't Or like the light skinned Harriet that no one remembers. (laughs) Yes. Or like, girl, really? there for like two seconds and everybody was like we don't so we, you brought this in at the last minute we don't like need this. wasn't nobody going eh. somebody could send you your luggage like we don't have to do this you got to be a pretty serious destiny's child fan to even remember farah like she was literally she around was for like literally around one episode of mtv or some shit and then like left 20 hours so congratulations for being in that close to beyonce for such a short period of time and that's the reason why you're in the news now apparently she and some nfl player friends were at a party and she got so fucked up she lost her mind and started screaming slamming doors um some of her friends said they think that she may have been on drugs and she ran out of the house went missing when cops combed the neighborhood for her they found her laid out in a neighbor's lawn saying she's highly intoxicated and unsteady on her feet so, my only assumption is that she was probably listening to drunk. I mean, listening to the on the run tour from the parking lot. <laughs> Do you think that's it? Like she yeah. just got what got like depressed and just sat drunk there and love drinking. Came on and she was just like, I can't, I can't handle, I can't handle it. Should have been me. It should have. And then she just lost it. Oh lord, this is what happens when you pack too many Smirnoffs in a giant paper bag and just start drinking them all by your damn self. I bet, like you know, it's like, too hot for my liquor, y'all. The weak-minded folks of Beyonce's past probably, like, lose it when it's, like, when, like, Beyonce's season is in full force. Right. You know, like, like, Farrah, like, Latavia. Is Latavia the one on R&BD? Yes. Who don't sing ever? That is just so random to me. Like, bitch, you own a show about singers, and yet you have this aversion to singing the fuck? So why are you here? 
I don't get it. Like, what's your point? Anyway. Everyone, like Marcus Houston, who allegedly talked about he was both, like dated Beyonce for six seconds, whatever. Like all of you girls, whenever a Beyonce album comes out or she starts touring, and, you know, the HBO specials, they probably just like go like full on psychosis. Mm-hmm. Like just mental breakdowns yeah. all together. Even though that girl Latavia, Latoya, whichever one it was. As she as she seems to like kind of at least have it together and I remember at the billboard when she got like the artist of the millennium award or some shit she like thanked all the former girls in Destiny's Child so maybe they're over that whole you know bullshit but as for everybody else I feel like they just kind of have nervous breakdowns when B shows up again I like, mean so do I <laughs> I mean who doesn't really um, I'm still not over on the run Bow Wow who insists apparently that we Call him Shad Moss now. Nobody's calling him. No one is. No one is going to do it. No. Um, Bow Wow was apparently on Wild and Out recently, which I had no idea that that still happens. Um, but some at some point they asked him who gives better head, Sierra or Angela Simmons. (sighs) Okay. And it's a game, I guess, where you're supposed to tell the truth, and then he went into some. Oh, Wild and Out, though, it's like a goofy-ass show. It's not even, like, a serious thing. So, did he answer the question? He basically, in his own way, said that they are both very good at it. So, I don't want to think about, ugh, gross. First of all, Sierra must have had to lean down so low, like, because she's just so much taller. So. Was she like, okay, listen, you got to sit on the edge of the bed so that I can, like... I'm trying to think of like logistically how they figured this out because she's got like a good foot on right. him. Like, you lay down and I'm gonna just work it out on this end. Ugh, gross. Like, just stand know. on this chair and shut your ass up. <laughs> Who wants to? And let's about just get this wow. over with. Ugh. Because like I don't even have time today. Just, can you hurry up because I have things to do. Like I'm busy and I just can't. He went on Instagram Mm -hmm. after that and said that this is going to be a classic episode and he's all about his craft and entertainment. Angela's angry, but she knows he's goofy and he brought his A-game. And I just only bring this up, honestly, to say that a lot of these famous niggas are crazy. And they're not like, they're not like, oh, ha ha, oh, the blogs, the blogs just blow it out of, like, some of these niggas are nuts. And I feel like, you know, maybe that's not the case with Bow Wow, but what? What? Yeah. What? Like, what is this even? Why? Like, Sierra is basically married and a mama at this point. Like, why? Like, even what? Why couldn't you just like take the moral high road here and just be like, that's another far more successful rapper's woman and the mother of his (laughs) child? Why would you say that though? (laughs) Like. Well, I mean, he wouldn't say that. I mean, think this. Right. That is a far more successful artist's mm, wife, yeah. baby mama, out of respect, mm-hmm. let me shut up. And even Angela, like, that's a far more successful rapper's daughter. So I'm just going to go ahead and stay away from this entire And, mess. like, has businesses. Right. Then way, make way more money. Isn't Angela on uh, 106 in Park with him or something? Like, no, don't they work together? Oh, no, I but, thought she did something. Yeah, though. she did. So, like she did 106 in Park for, like, a couple of weeks. Oh, I think, okay. When well. they were looking for someone else. I'm sure it's all jokes and I everybody's fine like with it. The thi- this is why I mentioned Child Stars all the time because when you're 12 
13 years old and you become a superstar, of course you're gonna go crazy. Like, 10, 11, 12 to, like, 21 is when you're supposed to, like, start to understand the world and your surroundings. And then, like, the rest of your 20s is when you learn how to be an adult. Mm -hmm. That's just my... You know? So when you're, like... A 13, 14, 15-year-old kid, and you're supposed to be learning, like, social cues and issues and how to, you know, be responsible and the value of a dollar. And instead, you have, like, access to any and everything and everyone and any woman, any man, and all of this money that these white people in these suits are giving to you because (laughs) they're making money off of you, like, your product. Right. They don't care about you. And your parents, as much as they love you, are... I'm sure dropping your ass off at the studio and yeah. dropping your ass Enjoying off at the studio, money, those rehearsals, you, yes. you know, and making sure you get there on time and all of that. So I don't understand, like for you to be like, yeah, I basically just said that these two girls that I don't date that are far more relevant than me suck amazing <laughs> dick. And, you know, it was all about me, you know, bringing my A game. Like what? Ca- Who needs to know? That's why Justin Bieber is a fucking dick and Lindsay Lohan and like Amanda. But I just feel like there has to be like... There has to be a what's what what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. There has to be like accountability. No, that's not it. No structure. No rotation. What is this? Oh my god! Is it is it gestures? Is it gestures? It's charades. Charades. Okay. There has um, to be a, um. How many words? There has uh, merry-go-round. Whatever the common denominator here for no, me is like yes, be quick. Oh. The common denominator is like I mean, but then there are like grown ass adults who like jet into stardom and lose their fucking mind too because you've been broke all your damn life or never had like the opportunity to be the opportunity to have people pay attention to you so then you lose it well Bella was like 12 years old with grown women in his videos and shit like adult women talking about they wanted to fuck Bow Wow so little Bow Wow you just don't know yes that video is disgusting (laughs) I thought when I first saw that I was like nobody sees the problem with this this boy is like in the 6th grade (laughs) He has 26-year-old women talking about how fine he is. This is nasty. Like, if honestly, if this was a little girl and there was 26-year-old men talking about, damn, baby, you so fine. You just don't even know what I do to you. Like, uh, that's, like, like this is that's, illegal. This is, yeah. Like, you're a pedophile. Like, I'm this a child. SVU. Like, I'm not even, it, I felt, I found it disgusting. So, I don't think he necessarily has, like, a healthy view of women in the first place. I'm talking about all of these news. Okay. And I'm talking about these grown-ups, too. You know, this might as well just be my read. Okay. Are you going to save it then? Yeah. Okay. So, the last story is about Naira Rivera and her recent marriage. Mm-hmm. That is a thing that happened. Naya Rivera of Glee and Family Matters and the B2K video fame. Um, just recently got married. Just recently got married to an actor by the name of Ryan Dorsey that I think I once saw in a commercial once in my life. And, um, I didn't. This is three months after she and Big Sean called off their engagement. Yes. That don't even, and I think the similar similarities between Boy. like what? Boy, <laughs> I was trying to do the Big Sean. I can't do it. You know, I don't know any Big Sean songs other than ass, right? I'm sure that's he what says it's "boy" at least three hundred times on that song, along as along with "hole up" and "woe there." The fact that this was supposed to be and her, oh god, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Please go ahead. Anything else does does he say? There's a lot of ad libs. They're a lot of fun. 
all I hear is the ass, 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 ass. Maybe that's the only part I pay attention You're to. You're such so. an auntie. I mean, I don't. I don't care. Whatever. Beyonce loves that part, too. So, But this whole, like, the whole wedding date and everything, all of it is exactly the same as the shit that she had with Big Sean. Like, it's the same date, the same designer of the dress. Like, girl, did you just not want to let go? Like, I honestly feel like she had this date saved in her heart for years and years and years. And it just didn't matter who the fuck walked down the aisle with her. She was going to be married by this point in her life, period. So basically, she was just like, "Okay, well, nigga, if I'm not getting married to you, I'm gonna go marry my homeboy." Because they've they've been friends for many years, Mm -hmm. according to this story, and they just said, "Hey, we're gonna go for it. I'll take his place." And it's just so ugh. I'm sorry. It just feels so random and gross and stupid. Like, so you just didn't have shit else to do. You decided you was gonna get married three months after your. I don't even remember. Like, did Big Sean leave her or did she leave him? I feel like she left him, but I really have no idea. But if she left him, wouldn't she have given the ring back? I heard she didn't give the wedding ring back or the engagement ring back either. So all I know is Naya said, this is the day that I planned on getting married. Okay, (laughs) I've already purchased several tickets through CheapTickets.com. There have been too many down payments made. The dress has been paid for. To change minds, yes. My abuela already knows what she's cooking. Yes. I don't have time for any of this yeah. bullshit so if it's not gonna be you then it'll be right you decide you don't want to get married to me is really just a bump in the road on my way to of matrimony getting married. you don't like, seem I'm to understand like this is my wedding day and i would love for you to be there but if not i will find another groom it's like it's nothing you niggas are interchangeable i really don't care who's there that day <laughs> What you need to remember is that I'm not losing my fucking deposits. I have already paid for the venue, for the flowers, for the cake, for the photographer and the videographer. You motherfuckers, I'm not losing my goddamn money. Somebody is going to marry me today. And that's exactly what happened. Are we supposed to be? I mean, congratulations, girl. Fucking mazel. I can have another you in a minute. It will literally take me Matter one of minute. Fact, he'll be here in three months. <laughs> so, congratulations to them. And that's it. Like, it's just, uh, who even, girl, what can even be done about this? Nothing. She changed her last name on Twitter and everything to Did she? Naya Rivera Dorsey. Like, girl, why? I remember, I was talking about this earlier with somebody, but when Kim kardashian was going through all that shit with her mama and when she was marrying chris humphreys i actually watched the show because i found that fascinating this is okay so you're the reason i played that game (laughs) you're the reason i'm about to know whatever the fuck you're about to say like i blame because i thought that was interesting that she was marrying this basically unknown nba star or player so (laughs) he he won the role fair and square he yes he auditioned like everybody and else and he got the fucking part but i remember kim kardashian having this fake conversation with her mama about changing her last name which obviously she would have never done and her mama being like no the kardashian name is worth so much money you would never don't do that blah blah blah. and anyway of course she never ended up doing it but as soon as her ass got married to kanye that name changed on twitter baby like the next day kim was not fucking around it is kimberly kardashian west bitch and don't you forget it but i get that because the west name is worth more money than the kardashian name so why wouldn't you take on that name of course you would you only too glad to take on the name of a nigga worth more than you so why naya is so excited to change her last name to dorsey when everybody knows her as naya rivera is just like are we supposed to take this seriously because i don't know anybody who really gives a shit or believes that this is like a real thing i'll be surprised if they make it a year it was something fun to talk about today i think 
Okay, well, you know. Even though I really didn't. As I don't, as whatever. Bitch, you I'm people. finished. And that is what's really the hottest topic of today. I am complete. We're done. So let's roll it on out to this beautiful bean footage so that we can pay our billions. And then. <laughs> our, sounded like billions. Oh. Yes, let's pay our billions. Just speaking it into existence. Why not? I love it. And we'll be right back. Hi, friends. I'm so excited to talk to you about Audible today. Head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash read and you will get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial, which comes in very handy because I just started my very first book club. It's called The Only Book Club and we are reading Americana by the iconic Chimanda Adichie. I hope I said that correctly. She is featured on a Beyonce song. But anyway, her book is on Audible. So head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash read. You get a free audiobook, so why not make it Americana and join the book club but you also get a free 30-day trial they have over 150,000 titles to choose from which excites me so much because i've been getting more and more into reading lately you can choose from all kinds of genres they have free apps for the iphone android and windows phone so there's really no reason to not sign up unlike a streaming or rental service with audible you own your books so listen to them as many times as you want so again audiblepodcast.com slash read you get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial Yes, and also make sure that you check out the book, The Mastery of Love, A Practical Guide to the Art of Relationship. It's one of my favorite books ever, written by Don Miguel Ruiz, who is also the author of my favorite book, The Four Agreements. So check it out on audiblepodcast.com slash read. And we're going to jump back into our show. So. Yes. Back. We are. Like. Ladies on up. (laughs) The streets are really waiting for this hot fire mixtape that you've been promising for so long. So, listener letters. Yo, so you're not even going to address that? Really? Okay. So, of course, send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. And we're going to start off with an update this week. A while back, someone asked us about whether she should uh, put her employer's needs before her own. And she was kind of struggling with whether to leave her job and all this other stuff. I'm certain you don't recall because it's been more than a couple of days. No, but. I remember it. Okay. Well, it says, Dear Kifuri and Crystal, I wrote to you a while back asking about whether I should put my employer's needs above mine at a small family-run company. After six months of job hunting, I was finally offered an amazing position. I told two of my bosses that I was given two weeks notice and their reaction left me crying in the bathroom. They started screaming at me, telling me I was being unfair and that I stuck a knife in their back. (laughs) Jesus. I explained that I would be happy to help write the job ad and make a list of everything I do for the new person, but they kept yelling that it wasn't enough or enough time. I guess this is just proof that they are not really business people the way Kid Fury said, and I need to get out of here. I am annoyed that I clearly will not be able to use them for a reference, but I know I am moving on to something much better. My new job pays me twice as much, has more vacation time, and has the opportunity to be promoted and work in an industry that I actually want to work in. So congratulations to you for managing to tell these people that you don't have to take their shit anymore and being brave enough to go on somewhere else. I keep trying to tell y'all there is really... Like loyalty and business, they don't mix the way you would want them to. And if it comes down to it, you always need to put yourself first. So, congratulations to you for having the nerve to move on. Fuck them hoes and tell them to lick your ass with ranch. Okay. Or, you know, you could do that since you can't use them as a reference anyway. Our first letter this week comes from James, who says, 
What is the big thing that you seriously want to accomplish in your life that you know will make you feel complete and fulfilled like your life has been made? And what to you signifies that your dream has become a reality? I want to thank you guys for being friends in my head. Sometimes you two are the only ones I feel like I have. I wish you all the success and blessings that you can handle. I love you guys. Oh, thanks, James. How sweet. So kind. Isn't that nice? It's very nice. It is really sweet. I (laughs) don't know how to answer that. How? What is it that I want to accomplish to know that I'm... Hmm. I just really want to, like, be financially stable Mm -hmm. enough so that I can, like, basically buy my family whatever they want. Yeah. more. I want to be able to do things like that, like for my family and have my own apartment. Like, I just keep dreaming about having my own place. Like, I just want a place where nobody lives but me. It doesn't have to be big or fancy. I just want to be the only motherfucker who lives I there. I can literally live in Harlem. Like, I don't <laughs> I would have, love to stay in Harlem. I, I don't have, have no problem, problem with, it. with it. I just want, I just to, want be to be alone. comfortable, <laughs> and I want to have enough money that I can... Purchase whatever I want. Yes. I want to be like, oh, rent's due this week? Oh, no big deal. That's and just fine. write the check. Whatever. Right. Like, okay. Fine. And also just send money to whomever it is that I just feel like making it rain on. <laughs> yeah, that too. But is there anything that makes you feel like like something has, like, would there be an event that makes you feel like your dream has become a reality now? Other than, you know, having your own place and balling out on your mama and shit being beyonce approved okay well i've already been beyonce approved yeah so you're you know i guess i can consider that like a major accomplishment in life i already do that's a milestone yeah i mean no it's a big thing so i'm not going to downplay it but i think you know for my dream to be a reality the only thing i've consistently dreamed of my entire life is is writing like it's the only thing i've ever been even remotely good at i've always been like basically terrible at every other subject in school so i think the day that i'm actually a published writer like not self-published no shade to those of you who do but like a published writer with like books available for purchase on like amazon and in bookstores and shit i would feel like wow like i'm really like i really did something with myself i have like i have so many things that i want to do that aren't all even like related to each other mm-hmm. like i want to do things from so many different fields so i can't even say oh when this happens that's when i'm going to feel like all right i made it cuz i just <laughs> feel like we all have the mental capacity to do what we want to do and to have careers and life not life goals, but have careers and places in our lives that just really make us feel fulfilled and happy and satisfied. It's just about like getting your ass up and doing the work and figuring out how to get there. So I don't know exactly what it is that will make me feel And about continuing, like not giving up, even though sometimes it can really feel like there's no point. Because I mean, if you think about it, life is just hard. It It is. is. It just is. From whatever side of the spectrum you're on, it's just difficult. So you either go live life hard, like doing some bullshit that you hate fucking doing for the rest of your life, or you're going to live life hard trying to figure out how to make your dreams come true and then eventually getting there. Yeah. You just have to Life is hard, but do. it's also shorter than a gnat stick, so I don't see no point a in going around a gnat stick. 
Oh, that makes sense. There's no point in being miserable, even though I know so many people, especially those of you with kids, who are just kind of like in these terrible jobs or careers that they don't give a shit about because they feel like, you know, at the end of the day, I just have to make money and take care of my family, which is true. But I don't see the point in living if you can't be happy, you know, most of the time. I don't. Your your time on this earth is so short. You might as well make the most of it and be glad in what you do. Take right. pride in your work. So, okay, let's move on. Our next question comes from Vic, who says, Hi, Chris and Kifuri. I'm getting married tomorrow, and we are having a big reception next year with all of our family. But I just realized that me, this bottle of wine, and the Cleveland show technically are my bachelorette party. So what kind, it actually does, like I don't see an issue here, but what kind of bachelor or bachelorette party do you want to have when you get married? I want to have a bachelor party at King of Diamonds in Miami, Florida. Okay. Um, I would like to have a cake, um, preferably tiramisu. Um, (laughs) I would like for it to be stacked all the way to the ceiling and I would like for it to have um, the Mrs. Carter show lights. Okay. Beaming from each tier. Um wow. I would like... This is the gayest shit. I would like um, the Flying Angels crew of King of Diamonds to be present at my okay. party. Um, I would like a performance from Trina, the baddest bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, is DJ Dimples going to host your bachelor absolutely, party? Absolutely, without question. Um, I would like uh, Popeyes to cater, please. Oh, really? Actually, that's not, that's not even necessary because the chicken at King of Diamonds is actually on, and so are the fries. You can have King of Diamonds. So I can just have like yeah, King of Diamonds catering. food, mm-hmm. um, and just a whole bunch of my friends and like vaporizers, and just a great time. And I could really see you like having a grand time at King of Diamonds for your bachelor party. Like, not even trying to be ironic. Like, yes, I'm a gay man having my last fling looking at naked women yeah. in their vaginas and I'm having a grand time. Like, this is great. I want to do it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why not? So I feel like fine. if I ever decide to get married, I'm going to be very low-key about the entire situation because I'm just not one for frills and and big deals and all that. So it'll probably just be me and my closest friends I don't know. Doing whatever y'all want to do, I guess. I don't really give a shit about that kind of thing. Like, if if it's up to me, we can all just get drunk as hell, you know, bring whatever drugs you want, and we can just have, like, a movie party, or I don't know. It's just, like, whatever. We can go to the club, whatever y'all feel like doing. But I'm not really one for, like, I think if I actually got married, I don't have, like, in my head what I would want at my wedding. I don't think I would really give that much of a damn about it. I don't care. Like, I'm fine just putting on a dress and going down to the courthouse, honestly. I don't give a shit. I'm honestly going to be in a courthouse in a white dress as well. Okay, but see... Because I don't care. Like, I don't. And I don't think that if I ever do get married, that I'm going to be marrying a nigga who's going to give a shit either. So we both going to be like, well, you want to do this now? Like, we if don't you like get because, married in a dress, I want to be a groomsman. Like, there's no way I'm getting married in a dress. I don't, but I might get why married. Why is everybody so against it? Why would I get married in a dress? Did you see? Why, why not? I saw a picture of a gay male couple, and he wasn't, one of them wasn't in a dress, but it was like a very long tuxedo jacket, and it kind of flared out at the bottom, and it was like a little switch. I don't want a trail. <laughs> I don't wear like dresses. Oh, so you don't and want like a trail? And there's nothing wrong with men veil. who do wear dresses. Yeah. Do you, honey? But I'm just, I might wear like a white tux. Yeah. But I'm not going to wear, uh, but I can't, I'm not even going to wear white. Aren't virgins supposed to wear white? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> if that was like a real rule, then almost nobody I know 
who got married would be able to wear white. Like seriously, okay, well, two then. girls, and that is it. But then, like, I feel like there would be so many Jamaicans there, and so much jerk seasoning, and like, oh my goodness, I wonder if Jamaican weddings are anything gravy. like Nigerian weddings. When my best friend got married, nigga, when I tell you that was a motherfucking celebration, they had this whole dance where like basically people come throw money at her and pin money on her and then the bridesmaids just she, she was like your job is to walk around and pick pick up all my cash and checks like do it now like that was part of the the ceremony is like people throwing money at her so i've never been to a wedding where that's happened okay but nigerian people let me know if i can do that at mine i mean it was dope it was dope as hell and then of course the food is fantastic and we had bottles of liquor up there so we were all just fucked up it was everything so like i think i'd be very um i'd be very hands-on when it comes to like the reception or whatever like the jam Mm -hmm. um i'd provide a like a playlist and uh seating arrangements (laughs) that's how you are check peach check sodas like you don't care overall but the details you do care about you're very serious about because there are just certain things that have to happen like they're they just have to like you have to play you're very particular about the music right that's what i mean like i don't give a damn about the music or the food or anything else i don't care whatever y'all want is fine with me i'm so ugh about that sort of thing because i don't really believe i'm I'm gonna get married anyway meaning i'm like a hopeless romantic i I do love romance See, here's your problem. Because, bitch, you be, like, following our line sometimes. You seem to be forgetting that. I'm, we're speaking to several people here. It's not just you. I know that you know, bitch. Like, you don't have to be... <laughs> I mean, God. I'm hopeless romantic, right? But I'm not that hope. Like, I don't... Weddings are just, like... Weddings are, like, crossing... I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. Like, if I did have a wedding, it would be a normal regular i can't i'm not gonna have like doves and like it's not gonna be a niggas dressed as i was just going there dressed as angels (laughs) hanging (laughs) above the congregation (laughs) fucking what was that moon cricket were we supposed to be moved by that oh my god you should do the voice do the voice not doing the voice again Okay. Well, I feel so bad for the lady. I mean, it was classic though. So, yeah, I don't think we're really, we're not really the type to put a bunch of thought into bachelor or bachelorette parties. But yeah, I don't care. Whatever my friends want to do. If you guys want to just go to Mexico and get drunk for a few days, plan it for me. me. I'm all for it. Yeah. If I'm lucky enough to get married to a guy who <laughs> wants to deal with me for the rest of his fucking life, then um, hopefully he's all about the planning process because I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, our last question comes from Anonymous, and it is a bit... uh, When I read this, I was a little stunned, so... It says, I'm 20 years old, and I've been with my boyfriend for about eight months now, and things are going pretty well. We started living together a few weeks ago due to me having problems at home and not having anywhere else to stay. I was excited, but there was a part of me that felt like I wasn't ready to live with a boyfriend that I haven't even been with for a year, but I felt like I didn't really have a choice since I don't have family or friends who live nearby. So if my boyfriend and I are not at work, we are pretty much together 24-7. Oh, God. (laughs) The only problem with this is that I have no privacy. He knows the password to my phone, email, laptop, and iMessage, which he logs logs into on his iPad to see who I'm texting. At first, I didn't have a problem with it because I have nothing to hide. 
But just a few weeks ago, he started working at the headquarters of the bank that I use. And now he has started questioning me on why I'm buying certain things, shopping at certain places, and monitoring my direct deposits. Isn't that like... I really feel like I have no type of privacy at all, and I'm not sure if this is healthy. Am I overreacting? I think if I change my passwords to switch banks, he's going to turn into a fuckboy and get mad at me for it and start assuming that I'm hiding shit from him. What should I do? So... When you say uh, turn into a fuckboy, <laughs> what makes you think he isn't one already? Because the fact that this man has your passwords to like everything that could possibly matter is disturbing enough. Checking your bank statements checking seems your bank very like at the minimum misdemeanor like it just seems like it's not allowed Am right I-, I mean I just I don't feel like this is an okay thing for him to do like legally I don't I'm sure he's breaking the policies of whichever bank he works for but girl the fact that this man is so crazy that he is going in and reviewing your transactions and then texting you like, so you spent $78 at Dots? Who the fuck do you think you are? What the fuck did you buy? I didn't see no receipts. Like, uh, that is extremely damn creepy. Like, no, ma'am, that's not okay. This won't work. So, yeah. I think that tapping into, like, your texts and emails is regular fuck nigga shit. But that's just, like, that's not even just it. Like, women do that. I've done it and regretted it. Like it happens, mm-hmm. and it's just not something that should happen. Um, How do you that's just like a level one. I mean, like knowing the password and going to check. Oh, okay. Um, that's like level one privacy invasion. I think in a relationship, the bank statements transaction thing seems like a strong six. Like it seems. <laughs> Like, first, why are you even looking at what I'm spending my money on? Mm-hmm. Secondly, if I want extra avocado on my five dollar foot long, that's my That'll be whole what the fuck godly I business. And you're just going to have to deal with it and remain pissed. Because what are you excuse me? Are you out of your goddamn mind? Like in all seriousness, I think if you're not you said you left home because you were having troubles, but if you weren't being like abused, then I think you need to take your ass back home because this man, his behavior sends up a big ass red flag for me. The fact that he's so controlling over your email and your phone and he's even logging into your iMessages on his iPad to see who you're texting and all this shit. All that is bad enough, girl. But the fact that he's reviewing your transactions, your deposits and withdrawals on your fucking bank account lets me know that this motherfucker is scary. Like, I truly believe that this is a, d- a road you don't want to go down if it sounds like he's just beyond controlling and, and there's no way that this situation could really get any better for you. So if I were you, unless it was like bad enough at home where you were feeling like, you know, you were in danger of losing your life or losing your sanity, then I would say to just tuck your pride in and take your ass back home. But you need to get away from this person in my opinion because he's already girl he was crazy enough and you were just kind of cool with it because you didn't have nothing to hide but this shit with your bank records is a whole other pile of shit like you don't want to get into nobody who's that damn out of his mind just completely off his fucking rocker boo pass the mic what does that mean means boo pass the mic i don't get it is that you a person don't remember is that a song um, the Apollo, where they would stand up and yell. Oh, you didn't say it like, oh. Okay, never mind. I mean, mind. I didn't think I had to. Oh. 
boo past the mic? Where else do you hear boo past the mic? I watched like Apollo stuff, but I didn't see, I don't know. I don't know if it was a combination of just like being in Oklahoma or my parents just being like super protective. Like I know a lot of references that a lot of other black people know, but then I just didn't really get enough exposure to it to get my like all of it. My parents and I used to be sitting in front of the TV talking about boo past the mic. Oh, Before no. the crowd even started. My mom would be like, that's vulgar. Turn that off. We couldn't watch shit. Ever. Boo past the mic. No, but just like Apollo, because she felt like oh, it was rude. secular music? Well, not just that. Although she was, she had a very serious, only religious music in the car Because they get room. dragged off the stage? Because, right, because they were mean. Like, if you weren't good, they would boo your ass off the stage <laughs> and all this. Sometimes if you were good, they'd boo you off. <laughs> So we just I, I knew about the Apollo, but I didn't just really watch the Apollo like that. So those little kind of references sometimes they go right the fuck over my head. I thought it was fun. I mean, I'm sure, Maybe but like sun and boom past the mark. Like it would be like two seconds in. It's hilarious. Oh Lord, bless the hearts. But yeah, this person is it just. I don't see how he could possibly be any good for you, sweetheart. And yeah, if, if there's any way that you can go stay with anybody else, then I think that that's a much better idea. Because him being in your bank records records is just insane. I would recommend closing that account and opening a new one somewhere else and finding you a new man or just being single and happy because what the fuck you don't need that bullshit out of nobody it ain't no dick that good on this planet well bitch it's not to let a nigga go through your bank records you would never i'm kidding good god i'm just saying like i don't even want to encourage nobody in that direction so we're gonna take a break and then we'll be right back don't forget you can send your questions um and concern no just your questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we'll be right back hey guys don't forget to check out our awesome sponsors at hulu plus as always if you go to huluplus.com slash the read you will get access to a free extended trial and loads of really really amazing video content hulu on the computer is dope but hulu plus is so much more than that you can watch your favorite shows on your schedule hulu plus has all current season episodes including the daily show with john stewart once upon a time brooklyn 99 so you think you can dance undateable Bob's Burgers, Parks and Rec, and much, much more. Yes, it's normally $7.99 a month, but we are giving you guys a free two-week trial over at HuluPlus.com slash The Read. You also get access to great original programming like the new show The Hot Wives of Orlando, which is a parody of The Real Housewives, which is actually completely hilarious. So make sure you guys are on Hulu checking that out because that show is so funny. And they also have other original content like The Awesomes from creators Seth Meyers and Mike Shoemaker, which is an animated comedy. So head on over again to HuluPlus.com slash The Read. Check out that free two-week trial. Like Kid Fury said, they have great current seasons of shows like Modern Family and The 100. But they also have every season of American classics like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Ugly Betty and Seventh Heaven. So if any of that rings your bell, head on over to HuluPlus.com slash The Read and get that free two-week trial. Let them know Kid Fury and Crystal sent you and enjoy your watching. Yes, and if you're a Sailor Moon fan, don't forget the Sailor Moon Crystals yes. getting updated on Hulu Plus whenever they drop a new one. So make sure you go and check out episode two. It's out and it's awesome. And let's finish up our show. So, the read. Yes, it's time for the read. And I honestly don't really have one this week. I just want to repeat something that I've said on this show before, which is that every menstruating woman deserves just 
whatever she desires. I don't even vacation with pay. Sometimes I feel like I want to like really sit down and explain to men in detail what happens to your body when you have to. I want to know. Because it doesn't, it's not just, if the worst of it was just starting your period and dealing with three to five days of bullshit, then fine. But that's not even, when your period comes, it's like you're actually on your way to being over it. Like your actual period is not the worst of this process. The worst is like the one to two weeks beforehand when your titties are so sore that you want to go to bed wearing a bra and you're mad at everything and you start breaking out for no damn reason and you're just irritable and everything is hot and it's on your nerves and you just want to punch a puppy in the fucking face and you can't. And all you want to do is go home and eat Doritos and read books all damn day and you just can't do it. Like nobody understands except other girls and then it's not even like an acceptable quote unquote thing to talk about like in society so you can't even just be at work and be in a bad mood and people be like what's wrong and you're like I'm actually just I'm ovulating and I feel like this is really going to be some bullshit so if you could just give me a minute like just let my body go through this bullshit I'm just going to sit over here mad by myself thanks like you can't even say that you have to pretend to be in a good mood while your hormones are going everywhere and all you want is a fucking ice cream cone and to lay down somewhere like it's just a lot so, it's just um, a lot <laughs> god damn it's a lot like your body is doing all this and you are expected to be a regular member of society like I just want to go home I don't want to take to a leave and, and have a Pepsi and pretend like everything is okay I want to lay down somewhere shit okay Ugh, I don't have no read this week well that sounds bloody terrible it's miserable as fuck <laughs> the bleeding part is not even the worst of it <laughs> It's funny because you don't have a uterus. Bloody terrible. You are really pleased by that, aren't you? That You're was really zinger. proud of yourself for that. Mm-hmm. You knocked that one right out the park. Right out. Do you have a read this week? Because <laughs> I... Ugh. Um... I want to lay down. My read this week is going to be directed to... Um, any and everyone who is on uh, Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. And here's why. Um... I mean, minus Arian, although, you know, it was hard to watch her on there, too. Because Why I are you watching Love and Hip Hop? Tay made me. Asante made me. Mm. I was forced to watch it. And I just, Mm-mm. it's just, it's it's unkind. What happened? It sucked. That's it, what of happened. Of course it did. It's a fucking terrible show. And, like, it's just, like, reality shows are very clearly at, like, bare minimum semi-scripted. Like, a lot of them put you in... They put the stars into these scenarios to bicker or fuck or, you know... Gross. Be at the hospital whenever someone got hit by a SUV or something. Like, it's just... A lot of it gets set up so that, quote-unquote, interesting things happen. And that's how love and hip hop used to be. But now these niggas are straight up acting or trying their best to act anyway. And they're giving you like all of this dramatic, like swaying cameras flying around heads and stuff, giving you aerial views of these bitches walking out of like marshals. Like what the, what, what is all of this? (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Like really, really when you think about it, how did Benzino Rashida Jocelyn Hernandez well we didn't even know who the fuck she was Mm -hmm. but how did like Benzino Rashida Stevie J like Joe Budden how do these people manage to be on these 
highly, extremely, highly rated shows. Mm-hmm. If I ever see Mimi Faust in the street, I think it would be, it would have to take, like, the entire armor of God for me to not spit at her feet. Put it on. Like, you're... Is it that bad? Because you know I don't watch this shit. Anymore. I hate them. Like, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I fuck with Arian because I know her. Like, and she's cool as shit. So, and even on the show, she's not terrible. Even though she'd be crying over Mimi. But I guess that's really her friend. You know. But I like Arian. Um, the rest of them, I hate them. Like, I just, I hate them so much. <laughs> like, I, and for your child, first of all, that sex tape was a, it was porn. It clearly was. It was porn there was somebody else up in there who was recording that fucking video sweetheart there was someone else in that room i mean you had bit bitch you had lights and mics how could it not be a porno it now was a porno. whether it was your man's cousin your cousin an intern maybe it was room service you wanted to get an angle and you just asked him to hold it i don't know but there was somebody in there mona. holding an icon or something maybe it was mona somebody we have no idea but the truth of the matter is sweetheart that was porn it was porn porn <laughs> my vidster and you have a baby like a baby. And this isn't even the first time that Asante made me watch that shit, but I think this episode <laughs> was like, one of the episodes we watched, the very first thing that happens is she's dropping her daughter off at Stevie J's house. And the kid is in the back seat, like in a fucking, like a, a, um, a car seat. And she's just, you know, happy little girl, not knowing that her parents suck. And I'm just thinking, this poor child. God, I feel so bad for that baby. I felt bad enough for her initially when I used to watch the show because I was like look at who your daddy is but now to know this poor young woman well poor young girl has a porn star as a mama Stevie J as a daddy man Jocelyn Hernandez as a stepmother and then ugly ass Nemo, whatever the fuck her name or is. Or a step jump off, whatever she is. I don't even. I yeah, whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, how have all of these cards been placed against you so early in life? <laughs> Why would one little girl have to go through so much? Either house that you are staying in that week, it is like, damn. Look at this environment. Because you got Stevie J and Jocelyn on one end. And then when she's at home with her mama, who's probably, you know, I'm sure they're like great to her. But your mother just did porn and trying to act like, oh, well, this is. What? Stop. And then Nico was just atrocious. Like, just, uh, just horrendous. The poor little girl was like, who the fuck asked Sid the Sloth to jump out of my Ice Age DVD and start dating my mama? Like, how did this even happen? It's just so much confusing, and I hate them all so much. I hate them. They're just terrible. And I had to, like, I literally had to beg Asani to turn it off because I love Kalina so much, and apparently Kalina, like, has a storyline on this shit now. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? 
How did Don and Kalina skate out of dirty money with all of this opportunity and both just shit it away? Like, Don was doing these great independent things, and then she decided that she wanted to serve lemonade and push her tits up and find somebody else to contour her damn nose and wear fucking denim gauchos and shit. And now Kalina's over here on fucking Love and Hip Hop Atlanta talking about she's pregnant, although her weave is always on point. Like, reality show or not, I don't know who she's buying that fucking shit from, but it's Congratulations fantastic. on your weave. It's sucks the show fucking sucks all of it is terrible but Zeno is just perpetually ugly and it's just it's awful his neck ain't seen the light of day since birth probably like I literally I asked Tay like how long do you think Zeno has been this ugly like they're just like, like do you think that it's something like, like has it been like since the mid 90s or like after Eminem slayed him did this happen <laughs> <laughs> like what happened has this nigga been ugly at what point did his neck clock out though when yeah did, when his neck was like I early retirement is an option I'm gonna take it like I just can't support this anymore and just left he just looks like that and everybody's okay with it it's like they cut him out of hip-hop <laughs> weekly it's like they cut the neck like like a paper like, doll right like just eh, glue it wherever it, it doesn't matter sucks of course it and does. i understand that y'all like you like to watch it apparently i had to ask like is this one of those things now where you know it's fake and you know it's basically like a soap opera and you just watch it for the sheer entertainment of it being garbage. And most people say that. Like, a lot of the stories that happen on Maury and Jerry Springer are like, that should be so fucking fake too, but you, like, watch it because it's bullshit and it's crazy. Maybe right. it's because they're supposed to be, like, acting these things out and they all are terrible actors and actresses. <laughs> they all suck. Maybe that's it. I mean, or maybe it's just that, like, I feel like they're all clearly doing it for a check. But the little scenes that I do oh, see certainly. here and there for love and hip hop, I'm just like, I don't I don't get the redeeming quality of this show at all. But I've also met Stevie J. I so. mean, the first few seasons of Love and Hip Hop, I actually watched it and I would fall out towards the end because I would give a fuck maybe like the first five or six episodes and then be like, I'll catch it if I catch it. But now it's like straight up. They're trying to give you like Carmen, a hip hop, the South Side edition or like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like I'm going to have to actually ask you to stop because Carmen, the hip hop is a classic. <laughs> I'm gonna two step my way right on back. I could there. not even get it out. I'm Love gonna pull Palace right on Love past you, that B. line. Um Love you so much. I mean there was nothing going for it. It could have been Beyonce, it could have been Farah, they could have asked literally Deborah Cox, Truth Hurts. Any kind body could have been a Carmen hip hop. There wasn't no saving that one. Low key I do enjoy it, but it's more for like nostalgic, like goofy reasons. Not because I feel like it's a fine cinematic work. Like it's just you know, sometimes you just like things. The only that are thing just about goofy. Carmen and Hip Hopper that I liked was the fact that the brat was like the narrator. Was that really her? You don't remember the brat doing like the intro and outro and shit? Oh my god. No, all I remember is like Beyonce in this extremely blonde. It was so random. The brat is like standing outside of the bodega or something. (laughs) And she's like giving you this deaf poetry moment of the story of Carmen. Whatever. The point is Anyway. Love and hip hop is like the worst thing on television. It is so fucking bad. And I just, I can't. I can't do it at all anymore. Like, it's, it physically hurts. Like, I feel, 
Like, my brain cells aren't dying. They're committing suicide. Like, my brain cells are sending, like, sharp messages to the rest of my nervous system. And they're just being like, fuck you for doing this. (laughs) Today is where I give up. Like, fuck you wholeheartedly. All right. Well, I will spit at her feet. Like, I hate them. I already fucking hate Stevie. I hate fucking... Uh, what is it? Kurt Rashida's husband with his fucking oh, raisinette that looking That nigga ass. has his Twitter name on his clothing. So that lets you know without even him opening his mouth that he is a piece of shit. Who does that? He is a bunch of crunch butch queen. That's what he is. <laughs> Fuck the whole brigade. Like it, it sucks. I hate them. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of The Read. Please send all your questions, like we said earlier, to asktherita gmail.com. And make sure you check us out on the internet. You can listen to every show at thisistherea.com and see bios and all kinds of stuff that we've done. And then you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Username is This Is The Read. What about you, Kifir? You have anything to say this week? Um, Follow me on Twitter and Tumblr and whatever other social media things. That we have um, San Francisco will be coming to your city on August 9th for the Read Live. Yeah. Finally coming to the Bay Area. So excited. The Bay Area. So bring I heard all they have the some Bays. Fine ones. Yes. Um, you can go to the ReadSanFran.com to purchase tickets for the show. And um, yeah, I think that that's me. Oh, speaking of Asante, happy birthday to his mama. Her birthday's today. And so is my little brother. So Aww. he's finally grown. He's 18. Not the old one, the young yeah, one. Yeah, He's 18. So, you know, you really can't tell him shit now. Yeah, so. gotta watch that one. Happy birthday to y'all. We love y'all very much. And... Fuck niggas drink water. Sounds fantastic to me. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kifiri and Crystal sent you. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. 
you don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.